Prime Athletics Radio. I'm here with Krista today. Uh, this is our second podcast. Um, last week we got to touch, or last podcast, we got to touch a little bit on our mindset and the power of mindset with nutrition. And today we're going to talk about some tips and healthy swaps for foods, um, just because I feel like with a lot of our clients, our first step is usually substituting what they already eat with something that is similar, but maybe a little bit better for them. Um, so I'm going to have Krista kick it off um, with some easy steps that she will think of off the bat, and then we'll kind of give you some examples of our own. Thanks, Selena. Hi, everyone. I first want to say I'm super excited about this topic. I feel like we're going to geek out about (laughs) nutrition and food for like the next 20 minutes and just talk about all the different options. This is something that I love doing. I love just like finding recipes and then just basically recreating them on my own to make them healthier. So I feel like this is a perfect way to jump into something really nutrition related. So we have an awesome outline here for today, um, jumping into kind of different... um, kind of food groups to talk about these swaps. So the first one is, you know, fried foods. We're all, well, at least me, I'm like a sucker for anything fried, anything crunchy. Um, I actually wrote in my notes that crunchy is life. <laughs> I will eat anything and everything crunchy. So fried snacks for me is one of my weaknesses. So we have a lot of great options to talk about for, um, for swaps here. My first recommendation for anyone, if you're kind of have a salty tooth like me and love fried snacks is make the investment and get an air fryer. You can get one on Amazon for like 60 bucks and you can literally put anything in an air fryer. I don't know about you, Selena, but I was going to, I was going to jump in and say her first thing is going to be rice cakes. So I'm surprised a little (laughs) bit that that's the first thing that you said. No, I mean, but yes, yes. uh, Air fryer is definitely one of those things where it's like a, it's a steal. You just got to like, you just throw a little bit of sprayed something on there, throw it in the fryer, and then it comes out tasting the exact same. Exactly. So um, if you guys don't have an air fryer and want to invest in one, reach out to us. We'll get some <laughs> I've owned a couple. Um, but a couple, just on a more serious note, a couple of things that I love to make in the air fryer. I love uh, french fries and potato chips, and both of those you can make in the air fryer for about half the calories And if you were to get french fries at a restaurant or like open a bag of blazed potato chips you can just get grab a potato maybe like one on the smaller medium side and chop it up like super thin into like chip pieces or you can chop it up into like french fries throw it in the air fryer with a little bit of spray and then you have you don't have all the calories from the oil you have like a little bit of the pam or whatever cooking spray um and it's a great kind of swap for those true fried foods um I have a bunch more on my list here. Do, but what, what's like your go-to fried snack, and what do you eat in place of it? Uh, so fried. Okay, I'm gonna get made fun of because I feel like I say this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet potato is actually my like my favorite. Okay. Time to throw in the air fryer. Um, just same thing. Throw a little bit of Pam on there, and then some salt and pepper. And I feel like if you cook it the right the right amount, like it's perfect. 
You yeah. can get a little bit of that crunch and also a little, little sweet tooth because I also have a pretty bad sweet tooth. But I also wanted to touch and uh, say that Krista's probably like one of the best people with <laughs> with recipes and like figuring out little cute little ways to substitute snacks. I actually reached out a couple times <laughs> to her and I was like, hey, can you help me? I need help. I need something new. So I feel like this is definitely your, you're going to geek this out for my... sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm a little bit more excited than we... you. <laughs> no, you. Um, yeah. If you guys have any questions when this is over after you listen and you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, the other thing I put on my list and I would say ahead of time, do not do this in the air fryer. I don't know if you've ever made this mistake, but putting, making kale chips in the air fryer and then they swirl around and get stuck up in the top and they can, like, catch on fire sometimes. <laughs> no. So if you're going to make no. kale chips, I recommend only doing those in the oven, but it's another great option to swap out if you yeah. want something crunchy. You throw it in the oven. Um, make sure you watch it because they do burn pretty easily, but like a little bit of salt and pepper. And if you want to like step it up a notch, you can put like a tiny bit of drizzle of like chipotle mayo yeah. on it to like get yeah. a little bit of spice. Or yeah. like you can put Parmesan cheese on it. You can put like that red pepper. Good. I uh, something similar. I think that that is takes place a little bit of the kale chips. Maybe not set them on fire. <laughs> um, I'd say Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Like if you spray them and they get like that outer crunchy side, like you get. A, a little bit of a bigger um, filling out of it, but it does have that like crunchy, crunchy taste to it with like, that oil and salt. It's pretty good. I'm basically a hundred percent convinced that if someone tells me that they don't like Brussels sprouts, it's because they've know. never yeah you're not cooking them right. had the ones that I need, or they've just <laughs> never had them the right way. I agree. I I had never had Brussels sprouts uh, until I had started looking into nutrition and just like being better about food, and then I cooked them the right way, and they were just like. They're a bomb. Chef's but I, I've definitely had some bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I feel like that's a good good call for the salty um, in terms of the, the, the air fryer. Do you have anything yeah. else you want to throw out there? Um, if you want to swap out chips, one of the other things I do, I mean, this is another air fryer hack, but um, you can do any of the things that we're saying here about the air fryer. If you don't want to buy one, you can also do it in the oven and just yeah. put it on a super high temperature. But taking, um, to, like, to make pita chips, if you take tortillas, and even, like, there's some low-carb tortillas that you can buy. And I don't buy these because they're low-carb. I buy them because they're lower in calories. Mm-hmm. So you chop them up into pieces, and then you put them in the air fryer, and they come out like chips, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can dunk them in, like, salsa and stuff like that. Uh, also, buffalo cauliflower. So yeah. Cauliflower in the, in the oven or in the air fryer covered in buffalo sauce. Um, I would just say just be kind of mindful of if you're going to use condiments with these things to mm-hmm. be mindful of how much you're using like if you were to use like ranch or blue cheese with cauliflower or to dip the kale chips in or anything just be careful because you can really add up calories really fast with yeah that stuff I would say uh, that's a number one thing uh, with the nutrition clients like coming off the bat that they'll be like I'm eating like all the healthy things like I have salads for lunch every day mm-hmm. and then it's like okay how much how much salad dressing are you putting on there? And they're like, uh, I would say probably like a whole serving. And it's like, what's a serving? <laughs> so I definitely be mindful of how much condiments you're using. That can definitely ramp it up and kind of set the tone. So, um, but yeah, uh, another thing that we can also um, touch base on in terms of different substitutions is uh, bread. Uh, although I don't entirely um, agree with taking out something uh, whole um, and just as, as long as we're having things in moderation, I think we're we're always going to be in a good spot. Um, but like I had mentioned with the rice cakes and stuff mm-hmm. like that for a little bit more of a carby um, 
intake for specifically when we're doing a workout that's pretty hefty. We need that fuel, um, something like rice cakes and and kind of loading that up with different things can also be a little bit of a saver too. Yeah, carbs are definitely important, especially if you are crossfitting like yeah. an hour a day, five days a week. Like you need carbs for energy, you need carbs, carbs for recovery. So, I mean, bread is not the ideal type of carbohydrate yeah. you want to be um, consuming because it is very processed and we'll t- we can talk about other um, types of carbs and, and healthier options for that. But in terms of swaps for bread, you said rice cakes. I don't mm-hmm. eat rice cakes a ton. I do have to like spice them up if I want to eat yeah. them because I can't really eat a plain rice cake. It's <laughs> kind of like if you go to church and you get the thing at church. That's <laughs> just what it reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think I've ever had a plain rice cake. Um, but as long as we're putting something on there, yeah, I, I don't think any. I hope nobody took me legit when I was like, oh, my first <laughs> thing I thought about was rice cakes, and here I am chewing on a plain rice cake. That's not my ideal. I really it. like um, rice cakes, and then you put, like, smashed avocado on it and, like, a piece of turkey. Because then yeah. you have your carbs, your protein, and your fat all in one. It's, like, a super balanced snack. That's, like, a great, like, if you're headed to the gym and need something quick. Like, yeah. I love that. I agree. I also uh, want to bring it back to with you saying, like, um, obviously bread's not, like, the most ideal in, in process. It's a little bit more processed. Um, to just simplify that a little bit, when we're looking at bread – um, and maybe we do want to do that. I would I would take a peek at the ingredient list. And I know that's like a cliche thing to say, but like if you are looking at it at that ingredient list and you don't understand any of it, like that's that's something that that's a ring a red flag. So just keeping on those things that are like whole whole grains or or as simple as you can keep it. Um, I have a Ezekiel bread on here. Um, I don't know if you've ever had. I've that. actually never even had that before. Really? Yeah, I. Uh, Actually, one of our coaches, uh, Tyler Mahoney, he uh, told me about it. He's like, I can't, like, have it by itself, but, like, it's a pretty good substitution in terms of um, popping that in the in the toaster and and putting, like, an egg or something on it. So you eat that, like, for sandwiches, or do you eat that bread? Like, can you eat that as toast with, like, butter? Yeah, I do, I do both. Um, okay. So I have, like, a raisin Ezekiel bread, and then in the morning I'll put a little bit of, like, strawberry cream cheese, like the whipped. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it is good. Um, and then I'll have like eggs on it or one day if I want like a little bit more savory, I'll do like a Ezekiel bread, uh, toast that and put like an egg and avocado on it. And that's So what makes good. Ezekiel bread like a better option than like plain old like Wonder White bread? Oh my, I feel like that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I, so Ezekiel bread is a gluten-free option. It's, and it, it, you'll find it in the freezer, I'm pretty sure for the most part. Um, okay. and it's just... I'll have to look into it a little bit more as to as to what specifically makes Ezekiel bread um, better overall. But in terms of Wonder Bread, um, there's just dyes in there and a bunch of other stuff that's just thrown into the bread and the in the flour itself. That just it's there's nothing in there uh, nutrient dense for you. Whereas Ezekiel, you get a little bit of like um, the sprouts and and seeds and stuff like that to fill okay. you. Okay, so it's just, it's like a less processed form. Of yeah, whatever. yeah, long story short. Yes. I'm going to have to, I've heard about it a bunch of times and I've seen it, I've just never actually tried it, so that's going to be on my list. <laughs> all right. I also um, kind of plug for Aldi, I don't know if anyone shops at Aldi, but I'm a sucker for like a sandwich. I think I'm a sucker for everything. We just talked about fried food, <laughs> I said that was my favorite, no, I'm saying <laughs> bread. Food. <laughs> <laughs> sucker for food. Um, 
But Aldi sells this 45 calorie bread. It's definitely not the best like nutrition wise, but if you like want a sandwich and don't want to have like 200 calories worth of bread, you can grab this bread. It's 45 calories a slice. You make a sandwich and you have 90 calories worth of bread. It's just, if you're more focused on your calories, that's a good option as well. They also make like the sandwich thins, which are like the thinner breads that have like a hundred calories sandwich thin. So there's other options out there as well. Yeah, they have a, I think they do the same thing in wraps too. If you just go to a grocery store, um, they'll have like the pretty big ones. I don't know what's it. Carb one. Fiber one. Fiber one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carb one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Fiber one is also one of those ones where it's just like, just less um, carb dense foods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have anything else on your list of your... Of my favorites in terms yeah. of bread. <laughs> no, we can move on. So the next, the next, uh, food we're going to talk about is white rice and some swaps there. Um, this one I'm going to say is probably not my favorite because I do really enjoy white rice and mm-hmm. I don't actually swap it out. And the, the recommendation is that you can swap out white rice for like brown rice or yeah. quinoa because there's more fiber in it. So it's overall better for you like digestion wise. But if you're getting enough fiber in your diet from other sources I and you prefer white rice over brown rice, I think yeah. it's more of a personal preference. I agree. Don't deprive yourself of something that you enjoy if you're getting your overall intakes pretty well. Yeah. But if you know that you do need more fiber in your diet, this is an easy way um, to do that. If you are eating a lot of white rice um, or you just need more fiber in general, you can kind of add in brown rice or swap out other things. Um from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and if you're, so me personally, I don't enjoy brown rice too, too much. Um, so I'm going to also go in and say there are substitutions that you can add to your substitutions. (laughs) (laughs) So just like adding things to make things taste better. Um, whether it's like you do that brown rice and maybe a plug for that sweet potato uh, situation that I just mentioned, just throw it a little bit on there. Um, and just make it like a, like a burrito bowl and just have some, a lot of veggies and fill it up with that. That way you are getting your fiber in and you're not also Mm -hmm. depriving yourself of, of a meal that tastes good to you. Yeah. The other thing I would say with rice is to be cautious of the serving size. Yes. Because (laughs) for sure. (laughs) It's like peanut butter. It's deceiving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I know. And, and even if you have a small portion to start out with. If you grab seconds, that is no longer your one serving yeah. that you had. <laughs> True. Um, so yeah, next one I, I think we'll touch on is is pasta. Um, so I actually, I, this is like my favorite one of all of them. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that, but I already said that twice. I think, so. <laughs> yeah, you can, you're, you're cut off. <laughs> um, so pasta, I would say I... A substitution that I've actually been looking into more recently is the bonza shells and the bonza, and more specifically the penne. Mm-hmm. Um, so bonza, if you're not familiar, it's made with chickpeas, um, so you get a little bit of that protein, um, and also it's it's just made solely from that those chickpeas. So you're not getting a bunch of just stuff thrown together and. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's a better option. Overall. It's a lot less processed, and it has the yeah. protein from the. Chickpeas. I was trying to refrain from saying processed again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here. We're talking about nutrition. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I would also plug the Bonza pasta. It's really good, and 
I mean, some people complain and say it tastes different, but I'm I really right. I don't like... think it tastes that much different than regular pasta, especially yeah. if you're adding like sauce to it. And like, I mean, I like plain pasta, but I, if I'm going to make pasta, I like to make sure that I'm also incorporating veggies yeah. and protein into it. So like I'll mix in chicken or chicken sausage and veggies and sauce and to make it like a full, well-balanced meal. And I think when you add all that other stuff in, you really can't tell the difference no. with the pasta. Yeah, I agree. I will say though, uh, Bonza does... It does have specific like cooking ingredients, whereas like pasta, you can kind of just like put it in there and cook it against a wall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, with bonsai, I think it says you cook it until it's like that al dente feeling. Yeah. Um, if you mush that too much, they definitely taste different. I yeah, mush pasta is yeah. not great. Yeah. 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 Read the read the instructions on the box if yes. you're going to make that one. I agree. Um, the other thing I, I mean, I'm Italian, so like pasta is like our thing. And I mean, again, we don't want people to deprive themselves of carbs because carbs are really important. Um, we talked about serving size for rice. I think what's even more deceiving is the serving size for pasta. It is like criminal how small the serving size for pasta is. Like yeah. it's two ounces. If you weigh out two ounces of pasta, mm -hmm. it is so tiny. Yeah, it um, is small. So that's why I like to kind of have one serving of pasta and then add in all of the other stuff. But if you do want kind of a larger meal, I mean, there's so many options. Um, I love spaghetti squash. Yeah. And um, you can mix. Um, if anyone doesn't know what spaghetti squash is, it's like a roundish, like football-shaped yellow. <laughs> it's football-shaped. It's yellow. It's pretty large. Yeah. And if my hack for that, I mean, if you were to bake a spaghetti squash in the oven, it takes like an hour. But yeah. if you put it on a plate and put it in, the, you cut it in half, clean out the middle and put it in the microwave, you can microwave it for like five minutes and it cooks as fast as if you were to cook it in the oven for like 50. Yeah. I, uh, I've been one of those people to buy that whole thing and just like cook the, it does take forever. Yeah. And, and versus just either buying, um, the pre-cut one and just, pop that in the microwave or the oven or whatever that saves a ton of time too. I feel like a lot of things that scare people away in terms of getting these substitutions is time. Yeah. Um, so also being mindful of, of how we cook these things and being aware of um, limiting the time. Cause obviously when we incorporate a little bit more of like, I got to do this and this and this, we're less likely to, to make that substitution. So be mindful of that. Yeah, so this is a great option just because you can cook it so fast in the microwave and the spaghetti squash is pretty large, so you can feed, at, I mean, at least two people off of a whole spaghetti squash, maybe yeah. more, because then yeah. if you add chicken into it, you add veggies, it becomes like a pretty hearty meal. Yeah. Um, the other things that I absolutely love um, from Trader Joe's, there's, there's two options here. There's the cauliflower gnocchi and the kale gnocchi. I'm not a huge fan of the kale gnocchi, but the cauliflower one is so good. And again, a plug for the air fryer. If you put your cauliflower gnocchi in the air fryer, it's so good. Have I've you never, ever done that? I've never had gnocchi. Okay. Well, <laughs> we need to go out to eat <laughs> or you need to come over for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it does sound good though. It does sound good. I, uh, well, how do you cook? So a gnocchi is like a potato pasta. So it's okay. made with like potatoes and flour and egg. Okay. Um, but cauliflower gnocchi is yeah, yeah, basically cauliflower plus the other ingredients. So cauliflower gnocchi has like half the calories, maybe less than mm -hmm. regular gnocchi. Yeah. Um, 
you got like a little bit of the cauliflower flavor, but like once you add, like I said, once you add the stuff to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite substitutions. I feel like that's the key is what you implement on top of all of this yes. stuff is you can make, you can make things taste very good. Yeah. While also being conscious of like everything else that you're adding to well, them yes. to make them taste yes, good. Yes, yes, Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say overall pasta, there's endless options in terms of what we can incorporate there. I have a question for you. Yes. Zoodles. Zoodles. A fan or not a fan? What are zoodles? Zoodles? Like (laughs) (laughs) zucchini noodles? Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of it being called zoodles. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm actually not a huge fan. Okay. Um, I do think you can make, like I said, you can make anything kind of taste good, but I think I'm not, okay, so it reminds me of cucumber a little bit. In terms of, yeah. like, you can kind of bite it, bite into it, and it doesn't really taste like much. Whereas, like, the spaghetti squash, I feel like I can I can actually taste the, the squash. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? I don't like them either. <laughs> okay. some, people, yeah. I, some people I feel like really like them. I I mean, if you do like them, great. It's a super healthy option. Yeah, yeah. But I just think that's kind of water. I don't know if you like them or not. Yeah, so yeah. No, you were looking at me. Holy. I was like, I, I'm, I've been rambling on about how much I don't like those. I hope I'm not like <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. I mean... If you do like zucchini noodles, like I said, that's awesome, but... Yeah, if you like zucchini, I think you'll like zucchini noodles. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of zucchini in general, so okay. that that would make sense. Um, all right, next one. Uh, this is going to be a touchy one for most. It's going to be energy drinks. Um, so energy drinks overall are pretty high in sugar um, and usually very high in caffeine. Um, and I feel like a lot of people will kind of venture off to that in substitution for coffee. I've even heard that some people feel like they're a better option than coffee. Have you heard that? I have from not, clients, not from like. I have not heard anyone say they think energy drinks are a better option. Yeah. But, I mean, if you read the back of an energy drink, yeah. like you're not even reading English. <laughs> like I don't know what any of that I even know. says. Yeah. Um, it they're just so processed. There's so much sugar. Even if it says no sugar. There's artificial sugar. Yeah, that's the key in there. Yeah. So I think looking at different options, whether it's um, if you're drinking them for caffeine, I mean, there's hot coffee, iced mm-hmm. coffee, iced tea are some yeah. great options. Yeah. Um, well, I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about kombucha? I do really like it. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Same. So okay. That's a that's also a very good substitution for uh, an energy drink is kombucha. I feel like it's probably the most similar because um, you get that like fizzy fizzy taste, mm-hmm. and depending on the kombucha that you pick, you can also get a little bit of flavor in there too. And then obviously the caffeine. Um, granted, it's not as much caffeine as the energy drinks, but also you're picking the better option there. I'm a huge kombucha fan. I love the anything like ginger, lemon, and cayenne. But I will say, even though kombucha is a healthier option than energy drinks, it still has a ton of sugar. Granted, a yeah. lot of it is natural sugar. Yeah. But I would just say if you're go if you're switching from energy drinks to kombucha, take a look at the bottle. Um, all ingredient labels now or nutrition labels have uh, on the nutrition facts has total sugar and then it has added sugar. Yeah. So the total sugar will usually be pretty high for kombucha. But take a look at the added sugar piece because that will tell you what's the 
stuff that's added that's not natural. Yeah. And just be conscious of that. But yeah, yeah. Huge there are kombucha fan. Yeah, there are also other options if there's if like because I feel like most of the ones that have sugar are like those fruity ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's a ton out there. You can even get like plain um, kombucha, which I've never had. I've but, never had plain kombucha either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah. And if you are drinking energy drinks for the flavor and not necessarily the caffeine, I mean, obviously, water is always the mm-hmm. best go-to option. <laughs> okay. But, and you can spice up your water in a lot of ways. I mean, um, you can add any type of fruit to your water, like berries. You can add mint, lemon, um, oranges, mm-hmm. lemon, lime, um, and, like, change it up if you need if you need a little bit of flavor in your life. Yeah, I agree. They also have those things where you can uh, fill the pitcher and just kind of put the fruit in, like, the little tube so yes. that you have it to go. Because I think a lot of what people shy away from that um, is, like, I don't have that or I don't want to just throw it in. I don't have access to that in the mm-hmm. morning. Just fill a pitcher, fill your glass, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's all done for you. That taste has been sitting in there for since you put it in the fridge, so it's all set. Um all right, this next one is going to be candy. <laughs> Endless options, I feel like, here. <laughs> um, so I'll let you kind of... I mean, I'm not really that. a sweets person. I'm way more of a salty person. Yeah. Um, I don't love candy, but I do love fruit. And so the, the yeah. best swap, if you have a sweet tooth for candy, is fruit because it's mm-hmm. super sweet. I mean, pick what is in season i mean if you, if you went to the store right now and grabbed an apple it'd probably taste yeah not that great but if you went and grabbed like strawberries or something mm-hmm. and wait you know choose the apples in like september october like yeah you're gonna get some pretty awesome fruit and maybe hopefully kick your sweet tooth a little yeah, bit with that i agree i i feel like i'm gonna preface with i do get a lot of an eye roll when i say um substitute you know, like your your sweet cravings for fruit and like yeah that's cliche of like a, a nutrition coach to say that but change it up. Like, uh, I think the one thing that saved me, cause that was my number one struggle when I, um, was kind of coming into all of this was I have the biggest sweet tooth. So, um, fruit was just like, okay, that's like an easy guess. I could have figured that out by myself, but like it's, if you have a fruit and it's just not doing it for you, just change it up like a uh, grapes. I, I freeze them. And I've okay. done that since I've I've learned about it from like the very get go, and it's just so good. I don't I don't know if it makes it sweeter, but it seems as though it does. And you chew them, or do you just like swallow them? No, you just swallow the grapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you chew them. I, I mean, you can't picture. It's probably like the coldness. I can't bite into cold things. So yeah. I don't think I'd be able to eat frozen grapes. Yeah. Uh, I well, I like sit in my mouth a little bit, and then I'll chew it. But yeah, it is still cold. Exactly. Um. Or, I mean, also, so, like, freezing some fruit with water. That sounds pretty lame, but, like, okay. if, like how you were to make a popsicle. Okay. Yeah. Like, kind of. Like make a smoothie and then yeah, turn it into a yeah, popsicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a better way of okay. explaining it. <laughs> Just throw fruit in there and throw some water. Um, yeah, that's also a pretty good option um, to get that, like, ice cream. If it's, if it's hot out, super hot out, that's a good fix, too, yeah. rather than going out and getting an ice cream. I haven't done this in a while, but one of my other things is um, freezing yogurt and then, like, real yogurt and then basically mm-hmm. having, like, quote-unquote frozen yogurt. Oh, yeah. Um, but I would say with that, again, take a look when you're buying yogurt at 
the nutrition label because a lot of yogurts have tons of added sugar. So what I like to do is buy, I don't like regular yogurt, but I love Greek yogurt. So I'll buy the plain Greek yogurt, mm-hmm. which has no sugar. And then I mix in uh, protein powder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that gives it the sweetness. And then you get a ton of protein plus the protein that's already in the Greek yogurt. And then you freeze that. And it's pretty good. Oh, I didn't think about the freezing. It's kind of like ice cream a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You showed me actually the protein in the yogurt. Yeah. But I didn't even think about freezing it. I'm going to hop on that. (laughs) It's a great snack for when it's like really hot out like this. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's kind of all I got for candy or just like sweet tooth. I didn't have a huge list of of candy options because like I said, I'm not a big sweet tooth person, but... um, if you guys have questions for us about swaps and things that you're eating right now to satisfy your sweet tooth and how we can help make them healthier for you, let us know. Like yeah. I said, I'm kind of a, a nerd with that kind of stuff and love doing that, so I'm happy to help. Yeah, it's a, it's a learning curve. It's all a learning curve. Um, but I think once you start to figure out like simple substitutions, it gets easier from there for sure. Yeah, and I mean, we talked about this in the last podcast about making – small changes and those small action steps making small tweaks to your diet with these swaps can have a huge impact on your results and just your nutrition and health overall yeah taking out we know we said this word a million times but taking out that processed food and adding in whole foods is going to make a huge difference it's kind of like that lifestyle change Mm -hmm. i mean i definitely have seen the changes in my lifestyle like we don't I know I harped on the air fryer for a long time, but, like, I don't eat french fries anymore. I only eat yeah. french fries in the air fryer. So it's, like, once you do these things and get in the habit of them, it just becomes normal. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, I just – I didn't even think about this, but uh, it's summer right now, so a lot of people are kind of going in for, like, a bunch of drinks and, like, those sugary drinks and alcohol and stuff like that, too. And um, although – go ahead, have a drink or two, maybe, maybe let it out, um, occasionally, but that's like the number one thing that people start to incorporate. And then they don't even realize that that's a huge factor and, and something that can be easily substituted by like sparkling water. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like we could do an entire podcast on just alcohol beverages. Keep adding. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I just want to say, I ate a huge breakfast before we recorded this, and now we've talked about food for 30 minutes, and I'm hungry again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very, yeah, I am into making a whole meal prep when I get home. It's my day anyway, so. Um, But yeah, I'm happy that we got to touch out a little bit on on some swaps and easy swaps. I think from here, we're just going to play it out, and if you guys have any recommendations of, again, things that you kind of want to learn a little bit more about, whether it's meal prepping or how, how to meal prep, uh, easy meal prep, I think, um, I feel like all of these are just, like, endless topics to talk yeah. about, so shoot them our way. Um, yeah, anything else to touch on? No, I okay. think we covered everything. Yeah. All right. Thanks, well, guys. We will see you in the next one.